Hey, 360 electricians, welcome to the number one podcast for electricians that want to become electrical contractors and for electrical contractors to level up. We have another amazing podcast, part one and part two with the one and only Lexi. You know her as the electrician that kicks ass on TikTok with over 850,000 subscribers her Instagram channel with well over 350 and now she is going all in on YouTube and is about to hit 30,000 there. So she is literally the number one creator, influencer, electrician on all of social media. I had the honor of actually having several conversations with her, getting to know her more and more and just the different things we share, not only in the trade, but as a brand and as a business, she is gonna be a powerhouse for many, many years to come. She was gracious enough to sit down with me on her very first podcast and no questions were off the table. She actually let me ask her anything I wanted to. I don't know. I don't know why she would trust me that much because you know I could get crazy. But hey, I want you guys to sit back and enjoy a side of Lexi that you have never seen before. Lots of great things that I even discovered about her. But one thing I will tell you, this girl is the real deal. Hey, you ready? Let's get into the 360 Electrician Podcast, part one, Lexi Abreu from TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Let's go. Hey, 360 Electricians, welcome back to the 360 Electrician Podcast. Now, if you've listened to this podcast, first of all, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Don't forget, you can also watch it on YouTube at the 360 Electrician. You know, I always promise you to level up this podcast and try to bring you bigger and better guests in all forms of the electrical business. And this week has just been really tough because, you know, we're on the series of the greatest, the best, the most incredible women of the trade. Samantha from Nika was on the show last week. But to be honest with you, it's been a little bit hard to find somebody that I can book. And so I think... I'm going to have to reach out to a good friend. Um, she should be joining us to give us a little bit of advice. And there she is. Lexi, how are you? Good. How are you, Jeff? Good, Lexi. You know, I sent you that email and I said, I'm, I'm really having this hard time to find the real deal, a rock star in our trade, a female as well. And you promised you would help me. Did you have any luck trying to find someone for me? I reached out to everybody this week. Everybody is booked. I don't, I don't know. Oh, man. It's not this... looking good. It's not looking good. Yeah, Lexi, I'm gonna have to call in a big favor. I'm gonna have to call in. Can you can you just do this podcast with me? This just this once, I promise. Me? Yes. I well, guess. Yeah, sure. I sure. mean, let's do it. Let's do I it. can't book anybody else. Let's if do I can it. book you, I mean, I think a few people, maybe a few hundred thousand, maybe a million people might be interested if you come let's, on. Would you do that let's for me? Let's do it. Let's do it. Great. Well then, you guys, welcome to the 360 Electrician Podcast with the one and only Lexi. Let's get into the podcast. Hey, Lexi, thank you for being on the podcast. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me, Jeff. I just got out of work. So if I look a little <laughs> Yes, you did. And, and for, the truth is, if all of you are listening, uh, you are, yeah, she's really here. I know uh, a lot of you are like, how the heck did Jeff get Lexi booked? And we'll talk about that <laughs> later. But Lexi is the real deal. You know, I knew nothing about you, Lexi, except watching your videos. And you can kind of know a lot, obviously, from watching them. But Lexi, I, I don't think you've ever done a podcast before, have you? 
Nope. I get a lot nope. of emails, but I don't really have a lot of time to respond. Well, <laughs> I'm super honored. And, uh, you know, don't cash that $100,000 check until after the podcast, at least. Okay. So, uh, I know oh, I'm just, shit. let me call somebody. <laughs> I am honored. And like everybody, uh, I always say, no, I did not pay Lexi to be here, but sponsors out there. Um, she is for hire. Um, I'm going to try to manage her from now on. I'm just kidding. But yes, Lexi, listen, you have, you're like a rock star now. And I know I'm going to flatter you, but that's my job. You can say no, 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 all you want, but it's true. I don't, I think you have the record now for the, the most amount of subscribers and probably the biggest influence on YouTube. So, you know, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions about that. But the most important questions I'm going to ask are stuff that we don't get to see about you. And you have been gracious enough, and I'm going to let it out there. Guys, girls, you're listening to this. Lexi said there was no, there was nothing that wasn't on the table. So I really appreciate that. First and foremost, I want to know, I want to get this out of the way. How do you pronounce the last name? Technically, it's Abreu, but you, everybody says Abreu. So we're going to go with Abreu here. Just for okay. safety. I I grew up Goldalian, and when people say Gadalian, Schmedalian, whatever, I always used to say, wow, you said it so good so that I could just move on with my life. That's, that's what I do. So that's what we're so doing. I felt like, obviously, I've heard the Spanish, and what nationality is that? What's your background? I am Puerto Rican and Irish. That, that explains the uh, don't mess with me, but yet I look good no matter what I do, right? Is that kind of a good combination to put it? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> very cool and so uh out of the brief conversations that we had leading up to this and i do want to let everybody know how this happened because it's just nothing happens on accident i'm super blessed with this podcast my businesses even my humble little youtube channel uh but how did you get into the trade because when you told me i was like wow that's pretty crazy so tell me first and foremost how does lexi first get into the trade because i'm going to ask you how you even got into social and how that even happened but what's your background um, so it's a crazy story, but I never even wanted to be an electrician necessarily, especially when I was younger. It just wasn't like my thing. Um, I am a third generation electrician. So my entire family is electricians and I am the female, but I definitely was fighting not to be an electrician initially. I just didn't know what was involved, but I was a personal trainer. I did med school, I was a bartender, I was all over the place, but eventually I got my feet into electrical and then uh, I didn't stop. And now here I am. <laughs> but my wow. dad's an electrician, <laughs> my dad's an electrician, my uncles are electricians, and my brother just became an apprentice. So this is this is official. You can't mess with Lexi. So some people can mess with me. I did trade school and everything, but I don't have generations of electricians in me. I mean, nobody can really mess with you. That's why I said you're the real deal. It runs into your blood. So, and it's pretty amazing. I don't think, I don't think anybody really knew that. Have you said that anywhere or is there any? No, I mean, I did a small video um, at one point taught, like basically touching on it, but it's not something that I share all the time because a lot of people are like, oh, you just like got lucky because your family's in it, which is a hundred percent the fucking case. Cause this right. shit is no joke, but Absolutely. I am a third generation electrician. Wow. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Well, thank you to your, your family members, obviously, uh, your, your content, the way you put yourself out there, the type of work you do, you've heard me say it before and I've said it on the channel so I can say it. I'm not just trying to, you know, put it cause it's on the podcast. I always joke and I say, I have a training video at my shop and it's you, you doing some of your work. And I said, if you can do that, you're hired. I mean, that's it. But do I need to train you anymore? Do I need to say, no, I can't do that. Okay. Well move along. But it, it's kind of <laughs> true. I think a lot of people appreciate that. And of course, 
we attribute it to your your growth and your success and everything social media. I wanted to get into that. So uh, your brother is your apprentice. And so when I see some of your videos, I've seen your brother in there and me not knowing anything about you at first, I told you, is do you work for, you know, a, maybe uh, ignorance on my part? Like, do you work for that guy? Right. But you're like, no, that's my brother. He's my apprentice. I'm like, dang, he's got a great <laughs> trainer, right? So he's going to, he's going to level up that way, but, uh, you do work for a company. And so obviously we don't want to get too much into that, but, but your boss obviously knows you're a rock star. You're okay. He's okay with you doing the videos and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, so initially nobody even 90% of the time, nobody even knows I'm recording. I am really good at like, just hiding it in general. Um, I'm very discreet about it. But when they did start to notice, they only started to notice because I started getting these sponsorships and these crazy packages with stuff in them yeah. for the company. So we don't pay like, you enough for that $7,000. No, just kidding. <laughs> crazy. I give them right. so much. But yeah, right. so once I started doing that, they were like, run with it. Go. I love it. I love it. And that's really cool because I'm, I'm kind of like that. I always say cool bosses. Um, you know, are more successful. Cause if you have happy employees, if you have employees, my guys like side work, side work's a big touchy subject. I'm not going to get too far into it, but if it's your friend, family, and it's not my client, why wouldn't I support you as long as it's legal and you don't want to take, you know, it's, you got insurance issues and stuff like that. Look, if you want to take the chance, I encourage my guys to, to do whatever they can to better themselves. And some of that side jobs, and that would be starting YouTube channel or being creative and something like that. So now you're, you're, you're working, you're kicking ass for many years, I'm sure. And then how did social media come about and how many years have you been on social media? So tell me about that journey. Obviously it didn't happen overnight. You did your apprenticeship. You know, are, are you a master? Are you a journeyman? What's your, what's your credentials there too? I should ask. So everybody knows. So I'm a journeyman. How it works in New York state is a little bit different than every other state. So, um, you're a journeyman until you take a licensing exam which mm -hmm. in, in that case, then you're a master's, but the licensing exam requires insurances. And so technically I'm allowed to take my licensing exam. I've hit mm -hmm. the number of years, which is like seven or eight years. You're allowed to take it. Um, mm -hmm. I just haven't because I'm not at that stage in my life yet where I'm ready to take that on, but hundred percent. I don't blame you. So when I came to Montana, I'm a journeyman in California, but we don't have a master's in California. And, and then I got a C10 license, which is an unlimited electrical contractor license. So we can build skyscrapers and we do work on skyscrapers actually. So when I came to Montana, they're like, no, you, you, you can't, you don't even qualify. You, you know, you're not a master, you're a journeyman. And, and, you know, to me, tomato, tomato, I'm not trying to insult anybody out there that has their masters. I do have my masters in Montana. You know, I, I always say that at things on paper, are important, especially to be legal and stuff, but really it's your experience. It's your common sense. It's what you've actually done on the field because I've had people come in and ask for jobs with journeyman cards. And I'm like, uh, I've an apprentice for two years that knows more than you because they know how to pass, pass a test and they have the hours. So the funny part is the same thing here. When I came to Montana, they're like, no, we can't give you your master's and da da da. And I'm like, I'm 52 years old. Like I'm not going back to school and da 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 da. Anyway, there was this great program here, they, you know, to put a long story short, because they need people, but I ended up getting my master's and then I, and with a master's, same thing. You got to get licensed, you got insurance so that you can get an unlimited contractor's license here. So I hear you 100%. I think I, a lot of people that I coach, many people, I don't know if you know, but I coach like 400 people now across the country. And I always tell them like, be where you are in your stage in life. Uh, you know, I, I, funny part is about you. And I talked about it is like, 
you know, you need to work to have content too, right? So same with me. It's like, okay, I could kind of step away from everything, but I can't be an electrical channel if I don't have that content. So I think for you, just the diverse work that you do for that company is pretty amazing. And again, they've worked hard, whatever that company is to get to that point. I just love the fact that you saw an opportunity. And that's what I want to talk about is you saw an opportunity, how you got all this diverse work, winter, summer, which is great. New York, rural, uh, suburban. It's just, it's almost like the perfect storm uh, at the job that you got at the current position. So how did that turn into, where was that aha moment where you go, Oh, I'm going to go social. Um, so I kind of waited until I got like more comfortable with electrical. I was a personal trainer. I didn't even say that before when I was talking about my careers, but I was a personal trainer at one point, um, as I was going through my apprenticeship and I was always posting, uh, fitness content. I took editing classes in high school. I did all of that stuff in college. Also, like for extra credits, I would take um, photography classes and stuff like that. So I had like a general idea of editing and stuff. I just never brought it into electrical until I felt comfortable enough that I was doing like the work that I was comfortable with and I was happy with work that I would post on social media and I knew enough about it to like promote it kind of. Um, and then I started, after I started that, I started taking all the crazy jobs that nobody wanted to do in our company. I was like, oh, three phase Delta system in a shitty ass sewer spot. I'm in it. Let me do it. I'll do that. So it kind of, the divide, the diversity kind of let me do all that with the position that I was in, in my company, but nobody wanted to do those jobs anyway. So they were like, go ahead, Lexi go do whatever the fuck you want to do. <laughs> that is awesome. I love it. Uh, it's funny you said that because again, it just fit. I like, see, I saw that from the outside being kind of a business owner and being a creator. I was like, wow, she's in that perfect storm. So then you start doing those jobs. And again, those that's was because you were like, I'm going to start putting this out there on social. Is that kind of well, how? I like those jobs. Um, in my company, we are residential, commercial, and industrial. And it's kind of like, the journeyman that you get put with is like, we all are in our own little niches. So like we have like a specialist that does residential, a specialist for commercial and a specialist for industrial. So it was kind of like, I was put more around residential initially. Um, but I started veering off when I was apprenticing into commercial because like, I like doing that stuff. Even when I was like younger, I was like not like any of the girls in my family. I was like never in the house. I was out with the boys, you know, cutting wood, doing stuff like that. So I just always, I always wanted to do the big shit. I don't like little wires. So once I got the opportunity to do commercial work, I jumped on it immediately. But I, but I like created that diversity for myself. Like I like pick and choose now what jobs I go to. Very cool. So you got that diversity for yourself. And then when did you notice that the social media thing is really taking off? And what was that experience? Like you started and you, you said you did the fitness thing, which makes a lot of sense. Cause we do see the videos where you're, you know, you got 500 pounds in your, on your pinky where I can't even lift probably, you know, barely my cell phone. That's how, that's how out of shape I am. But when did you realize that, wow, this social media thing, like, whoa, people are, are watching and they're, you know, it's starting to grow. Um, how did that come about? What was like that first? I remember for me, like as a creator, you know, we're like, oh my gosh, two likes. Wow. Four likes. Like, oh my gosh, somebody DM me. Do you remember like, what was some of that, 
the first DMs and the and the craziness where you went, wow, this is going to be big. So I was randomly posting on TikTok. I didn't even have TikTok at the time. And then I started posting on TikTok and I posted a bunch of videos and nothing really like caught or anything. But my viral video that is like almost traumatizing for me is that I posted a video of me doing an outside service with SEU, which is like the a huge controversy in the electrical field but i didn't know it at the time because i'm from new york and we use seu outside in new york that's like a normal thing so i posted a video it was such a dumb video i didn't even edit it hard and i blew up from that video for sure and it was a huge controversy and that's kind of what sparked it and it was either that looks like shit why would you do that? That's not code compliant. Or it was, that looks great. That's normal in New York state and other parts of the country right. and whatever. But a lot of it was criticizing. So that's kind of how that happened. For hey, me. Uh, you, you know, YouTube algorithm likes the bad and the good. You, you can, people can give me a million dislikes that actually boosts your video. It's so, it's kind of funny how that works. Really? So you doing a job, you and and I know you probably never even thought for two seconds what videos go viral. Like I know you've shot videos that went, this is gonna hit hard. Like people are gonna be, and they're like, dude, what the heck? Oh, well, for me, see, in me, I'm lucky. Anything that goes over a thousand views in the first couple of days, that's like viral for me. You know that because I'm a super niche. But I can just imagine that you're looking and going, oh my gosh, there's seven hundred thousand dollars, seven hundred thousand people looking at this post. How long ago was that? When did you when did you start that? And when was that viral video? That was almost it was probably a little bit over a year ago now. I've Great. probably been on social media for a little bit over a year. It's amazing. That that really is. It's amazing, but it's obvious. I mean, when you look at your channel and what you do, I mean, it's a no-brainer. I'm going to say it that way because again, you're more pleasant to look at. I don't think you have a problem with that. And that's what I was going to ask you. What what upsets you? You've got a unique look where you go, there isn't 800 people that look like Lexi or even women in this trade. Was it difficult for you? Third generation, it's probably not because you took the, you know, you got the socking just like everybody else and you got made fun of, I'm sure, by your family. You get the same thing, everything. But what upsets you or what kind of pisses you off? Is there a stereotype? Do you get a lot of that? Like, you know, because I'm a total real guy. Like I said, we live in the real world. So let's be real. Let's sit crooked and talk straight. You know, why not? You're a kick-ass third generation, the real deal. You have a right to do whatever you want. This is your life. This is your business. This is who God made you. So why not, you know, lift yourself up, your family up? I mean, obviously, I talk too much. I'm not the best looking guy and, and, and you know, whatever. They, but God gave me a gift to help other people. Maybe, you know, maybe not to shut up or blah, blah, blah. So I can either say... No, I don't like that because people criticize me all the time. Like I'm a salesman. Hell yeah. I'm trying to sell you something. I'm trying to sell you a better life. Things that learned. I'm, I'm trying to sell you what I learned from my mistakes. So the thing that bothers me probably, it's probably like two things, but the biggest thing for me is thinking that there is a man behind me telling me what to do and, or somebody saying that I'm just doing this for the video. Like, this is my full-time job and I worked pretty hard to get here for there to be a man standing behind me doing, telling me what to do or even doing the work and then me jumping in the frame later. That is so fucking annoying. And it's just because I'm decent looking in the trade. That's why that's literally why. that it's totally, so <laughs> that 100% totally is insulting, but I'm going to, I'm going to tell you the truth. 
remember, I was just as guilty in the sense that, and I didn't see it like that. Like, I know you're doing the work. There's no way you can fake that. But what I thought is when I saw the other, your brother, I thought maybe that was like, is that your journeyman? Is that, and, and I'm like, it's because I want to say this truthfully. It's because yes, we're ignorant. We're men. We're all ignorant. Right. But this, the truth is um, because we're not used to that. That's the only reason I said it. Like, because, but you're right. See, that's the cool part. And that's why when I talked to, I just told you, I, I had this girl named Ryan, Ryan, big shout out to you. And she's working at Home Depot and I see her and I see the potential. I see, I mean, she can kick my butt. I know this girl could be a great electrician. And I want you see, I'm just trying, I'm trying to change that as well because I've hired women in the past and my women, sorry guys, sorry, Rudy, if you listen to it, they, they bring a whole different level of awesomeness, especially to a business owner. You know, I don't like the quota crap. Okay. I will not put a woman in my business because I got to meet a quota. There's no such thing. I won't put ethnicity. I'm Armenian. Ethnicity, race, uh, 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 guy, girl, that doesn't, you got to be qualified for the job, plain and simple. You know, I always say, if if a, that, if my building is burning, I'm not a lightweight guy. I'm 215 pounds. And the quota is that they had to put five foot men into the fire department. Look, I'm sorry, dude. I want like six foot 10, some big dude to come up because- that five foot dude is not getting me out of the building, you know? So that's my feeling politically incorrect or not. I just think that there's the right people for the right job. But the problem is our brains are still not there, even though our hearts and our minds are. And so look, I was just as guilty when I saw your brother. I'm like, I, I thought actually he, you, you worked for him because I knew you didn't have your own business yet, which I told you something about being a brand. So you do have your own business. We know that, but uh, see, I'm so I'm guilty of it. And I apologize. And, and I think people need to apologize and need to know where they're wrong. And I love that you're not, you're on the podcast. And that's one of the conversations we had early on. And that shows people the real Lexi. She could have easily been like, screw you. You said that, but no, she's like, there's always stereotypes that we need to break over. And just you having here is part of that. So what would leads us right into the main question? Uh, what would you tell someone like Ryan Women that are like, oh, man, I love the trades. I want to get into the trades. Look, you know, and I know it's good money. It's good work. You're never going to go hungry. You're never going to. Where were you on vacation? You were fixing that box? Puerto Rico. <laughs> Puerto, you're in Puerto Rico. You got a job on vacation. Like, that's what I tell everybody when I'm. people say, should I get in the trade? It's a universal language in all of North America. We're 12240, baby. We speak the same language. It's you can leave states, and yeah, you might have to do a little bit of this and that, but you're now certified, you know. So I think it's an amazing career. What would you say to the women out there? Specifically, I want to play this podcast. I'm gonna go speak at the local high schools here, have a trades program in high school. I miss that. When I grew up, we had shop, we had all this. They don't have that in Los Angeles, 90% of the places. I'm going to go and I'm going to talk to these women there. And I'm going to say, whatever I can say is not going to be half as good as what you could tell them. What advice do you have? I mean, I know it's not a magic thing we're looking for, but what is it? What's some advice that you have? If you want to be a girl in a trade, you need to have grit. You need to not care what anybody thinks of you. You need to not care about literally anything go to your job and you do the best work that you can and you get the most experience that you can and you just fucking work and you have to outwork these men and you have to pick the shitty parts of the job and you have to pick basically up everybody's slack because you're already in a stereotype which is not a really a bad thing because if you're good at what you do they will drop the stereotype almost immediately everybody that has had a stereotype about me, if they see me on the job, they have nothing bad to say afterwards because I work my fucking ass off. So if you're a girl in the trade, you need to work your ass off. 
but it does come with a lot of perks and it is worth it a thousand million percent. I literally wouldn't change life for anything, but you just have to be a worker because we've had girls on the job sites that weren't meant to be on the job site. You, you're going to know if you're meant for the trade or not. You, you're going to just know off jump. And there's been girls that will sit in the excavator with their Timberland boots on and hide from the bugs that are eating us alive in a ditch. And they just don't make it. It's just how it, you just need to know what you're getting yourself into in the trades. But if you come prepared and you don't give a shit about what anybody says about you, you will do great. I love it. I, I, couldn't have never, I could have never even said it half as good, honestly. But but it's true. It's true. And even the women that I hired, and I'm going to be honest with you, and I, and I had to sat, sat down and I said, look, are you ready for this? Like, you know, you, you do have to be prepared. You can't come into it not at least uh, understanding exactly what you said. I, and I 100% agree with you. Hey, I hope you enjoyed part one with Lexi on the 360 Electrician podcast. Make sure you subscribe and tune in for part two. Don't forget, you can sign up for our email list at www.the360electrician.com so you could be notified of other guests and a lot more with Lexi as she joins us at NECA and all the other things that we will probably be doing over the next couple of years. Don't forget, in this intermission time before part two comes out, head over to her YouTube channel at Lexi the Electrician. Make sure you subscribe. Give her a big shout out. Let her know the things that you learn new about her, the things you appreciate, and any questions you have. Until then, we will see you on the next podcast. Mm -hmm.